is an order, an agency, one that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This is their story. Well, well, well. Welcome back, everyone. It has been quite some time, but we are back once again. Agents of the Circle, the podcast and show where I run an original 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons for my friends, and all manner of hilarity ensues. We are back, and I am Sphinx Akasha here. I'm so excited because it's season five, you guys. Season five. Uh, doing this for five years. Holy shit. Uh, I'm joined here by my lovely, wonderful friends, uh, Kendra Intrary, uh, who plays Ozma, our rogue wizard. Uh, I've got Luke Abinson, who plays Lucius Flag, our divine soul sorcerer. Uh, we've got Caleb Clark, who plays Jazz Goodsong Jr., our rogue artificer warlock. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, Riley Brandau could not make it today. Uh, he is out of town, uh, uh, having shenanigans, running amok, 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 probably watching the new Hocus Pocus movie, for all we know. Uh, <laughs> hopefully they'll be back uh, next session. Um, uh, just a bit of housekeeping. We uh, Emily, Emily Addington, who played Orla Talion, uh, will not be joining us uh, for the remainder of, of the game. Um, for due to personal reasons, nothing terrible, trust me, it's fine. Uh, taking care of their mental health, which is very important. We stand that 100%, especially here at ADH Adventures. Uh, so uh, they may be back uh, to do guest spots and things, but uh, we'll get into what's happening with Orla uh, in a moment. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, 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 it's, we're, we're back for our season five premiere which is episode 76 uh, of our adventure in Eberron, uh, titled Clearing the Air. Uh, <laughs> if you haven't checked us out yet, all four of our previous seasons are available as podcasts on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, so please uh, like, uh, subscribe, follow, uh, holler at us uh, to, to, to let us know uh, what you like, uh, who your favorite character is, what your favorite arc is, what bad guy you want to punch in the face, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, and you can check out our first full season as a stream uh, right here on Twitch, uh, ADH Adventures channel. Um, 
And eventually, I think we're also going to have stuff on the YouTube channel, uh, which is, is it's, 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 it's happening. So we'll, we'll keep you posted on when those episodes get uploaded there. Um, and yeah, the video, the video on demands for all of season four are right here on ADH Adventures. So please check that out. As well as the other streams on this channel, like on Mondays, uh, Gods of Orlea, uh, which is, are, is run by Will Halfling Wizard. On Tuesday nights, uh, join us for Turning Point, uh, run by That One Blonde Nerd. Uh, on Wednesdays, uh, hang out for Secrets of the Alchemist, run by Something Savage. Of course, every other Friday, you can join us here, uh, right here with Agents of the Circle, uh, run by me, Sphinx Akasha. Uh, every other Saturday, you can join us for Heroes Arc, run by Halfling Wizards. And then on the alternating Saturdays, uh, join us for Unlicensed Magic War Crimes, run by Andrew the Teller of Tales. Uh, they're all fantastic uh, shows, quality programming, quality acting, quality role play, uh, and badass combat. Oh, that reminds me, starting, uh, I don't think this coming Sunday, but Sunday afterwards, uh, there's a new show premiering uh, on ADH Adventures, which I am uh, very, very, very pleased to be a part of. Uh, and there will be more details uh, going into that. Uh, in future, uh, but it's going to be very character-driven. Uh, there's some time travel shenanigans involved. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, once we have all of that information, including the title of the show, we will be putting that out uh, throughout the week uh, to get you all hyped for that, because I'm hyped. Everyone on the cast is hyped. Uh, to be myself, uh, Andrew Teller of Tales is running it. That One Blonde Nerd's in it. Postmodern Bard is in it. Brinicia is in it. And Grim Songbird is also playing in this campaign. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, quick shout-outs and announcements. Uh, as always, huge thanks to That One Blonde Nerd and Teller of Tales for our lovely overlays and the tech. Uh, it, it, we definitely absolutely appreciate it. Another huge, huge, giant thanks to channel artist Parea for the channel logo. And if you look at our overlay, our new overlay, you can see the character artwork for yeah. our <laughs> lovely cast members. It's beautiful. Please. Oh, I've, I've been so excited for this. It's mm, so good. Thank you, Parea. <laughs> uh, huge, giant thanks to a friend of the channel and my personal friend, uh, Joff, for our spectacular uh, our beautiful starting soon screen, our new intro, our new intro theme music, uh, our ending uh, uh, animation as well. Uh, Joff, you've really outdone yourself this time. Thank you you are a king among men. Thank you so much. Uh, another shout out to OBP Musical uh, for the uh, channel logo music, as well as music for uh, the other uh, shows. Uh, I, I believe they also do uh, the music for uh, for Turning Point, as well as Heroes Arc and Unlicensed Magic, uh, as Joff also does the music for Gods of Orlea. I'm not sure that they do the music for Secrets of the Alchemist. I have no idea. Uh, but huge thanks to Level Up Dice, uh, not Level Up Dice, to OBB Musical. Um, if you're looking for uh, music for your tabletop game, for your podcast, or even just a theme song for your character, or just a personal theme song for yourself, check out obpmusical.com. Uh, they are brilliant and amazing. Um, they also have uh, their own uh, homebrew world uh, that they have created a kind of D&D themed musical for as well. And it is gorgeous. Just, just, just do yourself a favor and check them out. Um, we have a beautiful partnership now with Arkenforge. Uh, there'll be a link 
in the, oh, look, there's already a link in the chat for that. Uh, they are a fantastic map making uh, system. Uh, you can go there and make some gorgeous maps for your virtual tabletop. Uh, click the link uh, and, and check us out. We also, not only do we get kind of like the the the, the credits for it, we get we, we, we get money that goes towards the channel, and 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 that's always a good thing because we can that will help us afford more assets, more music, more cool things to share with all of you. Um, I think I think that might be everything. Uh, so let's kind of get into the show now. For those of you just joining us. This series follows a group of what used to be, what started out as rookie agents, uh, freshly graduated from the Circle Academy uh, as they unlocked uh, and began unweaving this web of uh, conspiracy and deception, uh, following breadcrumb after breadcrumb, going from Sharn to... Uh, oh, hells, spells. Why am I blanking on the name of the, the kingdom? Undyir, thank you. To Undyir, to the lands of fairy, uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, to the demon wastes. Uh, and now they're in the continent of Zendrik, where they have just come back from Stormreach. Now, the main thing you need to know right now is that, and, and, and you got a, a bit of a glimpse of it in the intro, the circle as it stood is no more. Betrayed uh, by the Church of the Silver Flame, the circle was laid siege. Uh, and our agents uh, and, and their uh, commanding officer, as well as uh, the, the vice, or what, what was the vice director, of the circle were the only ones to survive that they knew of. Uh, they managed to escape to Undyir uh, and learned that there were a total of, was it seven uh, people that were responsible for infiltrating the circle and betraying it from within. And so they have begun a quest to hunt down the surviving members of this council of seven. Uh, to bring them to justice. Uh, one such person, they absolutely did. Uh, excuse me. I uh, want to say in one of the uh, the lower towns of Undyir, uh, they encountered him in a church, cornered him, and pretty much turned him to paste. Uh, <laughs> or he turned himself to paste because, that's right, turned himself to paste because he had been... Uh, possessed by this dark uh, umbral force. Uh, but they didn't get information that another one of these being, these people uh, were holed up in the city of Stormreach in the continent of Zendrik, which also happens to be where, as they were notified, uh, the kingdom of Anthem, uh, ruled by King Bootsy, is located kind of along the the Mid East coast uh, of what's called the Song Coast. Uh, they got a uh, some intel that 
the kingdom was in danger of being invaded by a character known as Silva the Shade, uh, the pirate queen of the Lazar Principalities. <laughs> uh, you find, we find out uh, in that exchange that not only does Ozma know who Silva the Shade is, Ozma happens to be the one daughter of <laughs> Silva the Shade. <laughs> <laughs> And that there is some connection also between Silva, Ozma, and the nation of Anthem. Uh, so fast forwarding all of that, the party wind up in Stormreach uh, seek, uh, to seek out uh, Julius Lightfoot, who is one of the se- Council of Seven, as the board mentioned. Um, you wind up finding out that not only is our good friend, uh, goblin artificer and weaponsmith Magnus in the, the capital, in, in the, the city of Stormreach, but also another survivor of the siege uh, against the circle has washed up there as well. Your artificer, not artificer, your warforged uh, wizard friend, Jarvis who was missing his uh, crystalline spell book, which, as it turns out, was also under the pos- in possession uh, of Julius. Or Julius also possessed words. Weird. Uh, you, while there, uh, you meet a wonderfully... Uh, Quirky and, and 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 very cool dragonborn paladin by the name of Viola Midwinter, who joins you uh, for that leg of uh, your adventure. Uh, you stake out uh, the Deneth Enclave, which is where you find out that Julius is hiding. You infiltrate uh, said enclave using a psychically linked mechanical spider drone uh, which leads you which you lead directly to where Julius is hiding in his room you all teleport underneath this man's bed (laughs) Jasper through a series of rolls is able to disguise the spider as a yokai (laughs) <laughs> and confronts Jasper in his uh, in, no, not Jasper, uh, confronts Julius in his bed rather than being freaked out Julius is very intrigued by this strange creepazoid spider thing uh, until he is spooked to the point of attacking the spider uh, which also attacks those of you who are right behind it and invisible and a fight ensues now, what's beautiful about this fight is that throughout the entire time, there are a series, uh, quite a number of guards outside the room, literally on the other side of the wall where you all are fighting. And none of them managed to hear you. <laughs> Ash puts up a wall of thorns blocking things off. No one notices. 
all kinds of like magical noises and grunting and ah, no one notices. None of these guards notice the, uh-oh, the stream is down. Holy shit. One second. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, had a bit of technical difficulties, uh, but we're back now. I'm not sure exactly where uh, we got lost, uh, but essentially we were recapping the, everything that happened uh, last week. Yes, I've got us recording again. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, I got you. This, I, got I take you. my job really seriously. I, know, I appreciate. I, apparently, that. my job is is to remind you to record. I appreciate uh, that. I really do. I was uh, going to try and play that cool, but Lawrence just went right over the top with it. Wait, wait a minute. So basically, yeah, you all like get to Julius, uh, and you, 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 you fucking. Uh, <laughs> Like he he gets a good like couple of good hits off, but you manage to like not only wrap him in vines, but Ozma manages to put him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Without like I can't you, believe you, I did that. You 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 all get him onto the like you she does that, creates another uh, teleportation circle. You get him on the ship. Uh, he is now like asleep in the anti magic cell. Uh, and is just like you all it has not even been an hour since you all have gotten him on the ship that's where we're gonna start uh jody uh and uh orla have have dragged him off uh and you all the rest of you are in the mess hall uh with uh with marge uh having a drink and kind of just taking a breath after that entire ordeal that you've gone through. Uh, Jarvis is sitting there with you. Uh, just, I really would like to thank all of you for this. You have no idea how important this is to me. This was the very first spell book I acquired when I was created. So this has sentimental value as well as practical value. So thank you, all of you, for that. I did not think I would ever see it. He holds it to his chest like, like he's cradling uh, uh, like a sacred object. And it is sacred to him. Uh, and, and you see this glint of magic as it just kind of uh, undulates up the book. And then you see the book kind of vanish. And in place of the, uh, or in kind of where an, there was an empty spot in his chest plate before, but now there is an open book with a small gem uh, sitting at the center of it. Thank you. I feel more whole again. Oh, I also oh, oh. hope that you do not mind 
that I have joined you on your ship. It seemed that it was a good time for me to move forward. And now that I know that there are other agents that have survived the uh, ordeal in Sharn, uh, I assume that there is a plan. Well, at the very least, there is the inklings of one. Um, putting the house in order and rebuilding, of course, and to uh, allay any concerns of yours, you are, of course, welcome to travel with us. I thank you. I am very grateful. So, to speak you... plainly, the circle must be made whole. But we have some uh, accounting to deal with before we can do that. Ah, unfinished business, as it were. Anything that I might be able to do to assist you all in that? Yes, I... uh, five of them, actually. I, I believe that's the count. Five things ah. left? And Ash kind of does a bit of math on his fingers. Uh, yes, that sounds about right. Five. <laughs> and you see this like icy cold glint in his eye just for a moment. Lucius, you are now aware enough to know that uh, that is a definite sign that Mab is also involved in this conversation as well. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest. Uh, particularly as the folks that we are dealing with are, (laughs) well, perhaps not mighty in uh, immediate combat, do have some fairly vast powers and abilities to array against us. I would suggest we try to keep our communication as veiled as possible, uh, even amongst ourselves, just until we've, we've figured out where we're at in the Song Coast. That seems very fair. And Ash kind of just nods his head. Mm. Fair enough. And Marge just kind of uh, sits there with kind of uh, with a, this massive mug of ale. So uh, heading to Anthem then, yes. Okay, so everybody, what Marge just did there was a wonderful example of what I was suggesting we try to avoid, but yes, <laughs> Anthem is exactly where we're going. Are we thinking that? And Mars just kind of... Mm, right. Mm. Well, well, honey. Didn't she just kind of nods her, her drink to you, takes a sip? Until in the uh, interests of uh, keeping things above board and also kind of uh, undercovers, as it were. Uh, suppose we're uh, we're gonna go and uh, kick a little more ass then. I'm sure that will come up. Yes, and you also notice that Magnus is also sitting at the table with you. Uh, And Magnus, for the first time since you've known him, 
looks fairly pensive. As he's like, he's also got like a, a, a stein of ale in front of him that he just seems to be holding. Make me a, make me a perception roll, anyone who cares to. First roll of the season. Oh boy. My my foundry still is lagging. Uh, go go ahead and do it in D and D Beyond. I, I, I can I can track it all there too. Oh, sick! You don't want me to do a perception roll. I do. <laughs> I want everybody to do perception. Oh, roll. Okay. all the perception Fine. rolls. I will I will be there momentarily. <laughs> okay, do it. A little perception. That good old perception, baby. The nice thing about this tech is it's not only very wonderful and intuitive, but it comes with a backup plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did it? It's so. It's not letting me. Oh boy! It's not letting me. Oh, okay. Do I just click the D roll on D and D Beyond? Like it won't. Uh, huh. Yeah, it should let you just roll it from D and D Beyond. If you go to the game log, you can see your rolls. Yeah. Where Where's the game log? I didn't know D and D Beyond had all that. Yeah. So if you go in, if you're in your character sheet. Oh, I see. It's right next to um, campaign agents. The circle. It's a little um, like text box. Yeah. Okay, so then let me see. Right next to like the forge and hammer. That's at the top. So we're gonna go with Ozma's yeah. first perception. Yeah, circle. no, the second one is uh, <laughs> uh incredibly lucky and definitely not in character. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's it like she's like cleaning the under uh the undersides of her dirty nails with like a dagger or something. She's she doesn't know what's going on. Word, word, word. No, she's Actually, like, she's like, da, 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 I might da, just da. go with everyone's passive perceptions. Give me a quick okay. sec. It's, it's still that not might be a bit easier. That's all good. I'm going to go with everyone's passive perceptions. Um, yeah, I'd say everybody. Actually, let me. I didn't, I didn't mark down Ozma's passive perception at all. Let me at all. Hershey real quick. Oh, if we get passive perception. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's that's a horse of a different color. That is absolutely a horse of a different color. Yeah. So she can notice things like yeah, ambiently when she's not trying, but if she actually tries, she's just like, Ooh. I'm going <laughs> to check going my on, I'm going to check my handy dandy uh campaign diary that I received uh from the rook and the raven. You too can get a really, really cool campaign diary with uh, refillable modular sheets uh, from the rookandtheraven.com. If you go to the rookandtheraven.com and get yourself some, they are wonderful and we love them. Uh, so, where exactly gonna... could you get that from again? The rookandtheraven.com. <laughs> ah, there we go. <laughs> yes. I've heard good things. They're fantastic. Uh, Ozma, your passive perception is a 10. Yep. So you see nothing. <laughs> Still, huh? Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. 
but between everyone else, uh, I mean, well, I rolled a four, so either way, I would have seen either nothing. way you would have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That is one hundred percent fair. Nothing, nothing lost. Nothing of value was lost here. Nah. <laughs> nah. Um. So. I think everyone but Ozma notices that Magnus's drink has not been touched. Like he's holding the drink, oh. but he's not actually drank anything for it, which is very unusual. You've like you've been in like taverns and parties with Magnus. Magnus is a pretty pretty hefty drinker. He has not touched his mug. He's just kind of staring at it, kind of fidgeting with uh, the handle. Uh, rubbing kind of the rim of it with his thumb, uh, kind of like slowly rocking back and forth, like looking at nothing. Like his eyes seem to point to the mug, but he doesn't seem to be looking at it. And at that point, uh, Carrera, small one, uh, comes out. Hey, hey, guys. Um, uh, we're, full, we're full steam ahead. Uh, we, we should be, uh, according to the pilot, we should be, uh, uh, we should be at Anthem in uh, maybe a day and a half. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we are we're clear from uh, from Stormreach airspace. Uh, I have to go back and uh, and get the. Uh, Get, 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 get your bikes that you left down there in storage. Um, <laughs> nobody was going to tell me about that, I guess. Uh, but uh, it's cool because I went and got them. It's fine. They're, 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 back, in, they're back in the garage. Let's, let's, let's do a better job, everybody, of keeping track of, of, the, of, the, 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 of the, the, the bespoke tech that, 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 that's made for the circle uh, so it doesn't fall into its enemy hands or, 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 or thug hands. Or the hands of the mafia, or, or, or any of that. Um, but yeah, uh, we're good to go. A uh, day and a half after the trip, and uh, the uh, that weird-looking uh, human wizard person is uh, is in the brig. Jody uh, uh, wants to know if you if you want her to wake them up uh, so that the questions can be asked and. Mm. Uh, Answers, hopefully received. Uh, yeah, that's 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 where we're at. And he just kind of sits there, like kind of rocking on his heels. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Thank you, Carrera. You're sorry for leaving the bikes. Oh, oh, it's it's. And he walks over. Yes, that's fine. I also happened to hear oh, this funny little story that um uh that that you broke my spider. Oh, and, and his face gets his face becomes that like straight line emoji where it's like the eyes are straight and little. Oh yeah, yes. Well, here, take a look. I don't think it is broken. I just think uh it came apart. Uh, let me. No, it didn't break. It was frozen solid. Oh, that's what happened. So you hand Carrera 
this block of ice just like a tin that has the spider drone just kind of all askew and you hear ah, what have you done to my baby it was attacked who did this he is in debris and you see this like you hear this growl escape Carrera but like as he's growling this like smile like a goddamn knife spreads across his face I'm gonna take a finger I'm gonna take two of them but first first and he's just like he, he takes the uh the block of ice from you and he starts stroking it I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna make you all better sweetheart I'm make you all better <laughs> Oh. And he snaps a finger, and like three of the uh, the mariachi goblin ghosts kind of appear out of nowhere. Goblins! <laughs> ah, yes, sir. How are you, sir? I am good. How has your de- skill development been going? Mm-hmm. We are learning all kinds of things, and uh, <laughs> I'm I, I being very good and not destructive, sir. We are learning about cooking and cleaning and building things, sir. And the other, the other goblins all salute. <clears throat> this is good for your energy. And and the uh, and Carrera's like, yeah, they've been really good assistants down in the lab. It's been it's been it's been really nice. Uh, and he she'll, he'll point to like whistle, uh, point to the uh, the block of ice, and all three of them like grab the block. And start uh, walking uh, in the direction of the mess hall door while whistling. <laughs> Good. Now you all may see how wonderful they are. <laughs> They've been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he, Carrera, kind of walks over to you. Uh, and Class, could you could could you come down here for a second? Could you come can you come oh. down here for a second? And he grabs you by your collar and he pulls you down. Please take better care of the things I make for you all. Please. I am. I am sorry. I am sorry. Yes. He just he lets you go. Like he pats you on your on the sides of your face. Thank you. And then he walks off behind the goblin ghosts. <laughs> Good. Just I just want something I built to survive. Just 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 once. Please. Then he walks out of the door. And Do you all remember when the little Carrera said he was scared of me? <laughs> yes. And the Ash nods. He's gotten frightening over the, over the last few months. All I'm saying. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like kind of gets back into his drink and kind of drinks it a bit. And uh, at that point, Magnus like finally looks up. He looks at Ozma. Uh, hey, Ozma, I'm, uh, I'm not saying that this happened has to happen uh, uh, right now, but uh, at some point in the near future, uh, you and I should probably have uh, a bit of a conversation. Uh, 
<laughs> that's that's basically Ozma's reaction. <laughs> it's, it's 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 nothing bad. At least I don't I don't I don't think it's. A bad it sounds thing. like air being released out of a balloon. She's like, like deflating. You, like, are you Literally. okay? Do do you do you have some kind of gas or something? Should I should I should I get Orla? Should, 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 um, or Lucius? Yeah. Can are you able to like fix whatever's going on there? I I, I don't I don't really know. What to do. <laughs> um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> I think you uh, may be asking for something a little outside of my delicate touch. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. It might be out of my delicate touch too. Um, to be honest with you, I don't really know. Um, but uh, yeah, at some point. I mean, like I said, it doesn't have to be now. We can wait until later. Probably, probably when we make it to Anthem would probably be like a better time to like, uh. have this discussion. With <laughs> like I know you've got stuff going on there and all that whole thing mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yep. But uh, it, it, at some point, you and I should probably have a conversation about us. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna shut the fuck up now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go. And like he puts his his mug down, still untouched, and he oh. gets up from the table. I'm I'm gonna go and see if uh, the Carreras need a hand with anything. And he just kind of turns and starts to walk towards the door. And Marge kind of like looks over. Hey, honey, are you all, are you all right? Are you are you are you, are you gonna be okay? And and Magnus kind of turns. And like looks at all of you, looks at Marge, and then his eyes find Ozma. I don't know yet. <laughs> and then he walk, turns and walks the rest of the way out of the mess hall. Oh God. And Ash will turn Ozma and look at you. What was that about? <laughs> Anyone else notice that he hasn't touched his drink at all? That seems weird, right? <laughs> yes, weird and a waste. Well, you know what they say? Waste not, want not. Um, and Ozma comes over and grabs the bucket, starts drinking. <laughs> And like Ash, like was starting to kind of like moved for it, and he's like, "You know what? No, that's that's fine. That's that's right. You you are, the, I guess, the girlfriend after all." So. <laughs> Whoa, sorry. I, I I suppose I said something wrong there. Is that uh huh? Is that is that not the case? Are you not the girlfriend? Nope. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, is that what this was about? Is that I what... believe you may have alighted on it. Ah. 
right. Well, uh, I'm going to also leave and go and um, check on Jody and see how she's doing. See if her hair is still pretty. And he just gets up and fucking leaves. <laughs> So now it's 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 the three of you and Marge now sitting at the table. Uh, that 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 seemed weird. Um, I'm not gonna ask about whatever that whole thing was with you and Magnus. You, the both uh, of you. I said I'm not gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that the two of you will figure out whatever the hell that is that 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 you've got going on. Jazz, honey. Yes. Uh, I, I think that at some point you should probably have a talk with with with, with little Carrera boy and uh, uh, reassure him that they're uh, not going to break any more of his presence that he gives to you. He seemed he seemed fairly. I don't. I mean, just my own observation of that whole scenario he seemed fairly upset about that situation with the spider like irritated about the bikes but seemed fairly upset about the spider so that might be worth your time to figure that out this is true this is true i will i will speak to yes i will go find him and jazz you, 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 sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead, Jess. Oh, no, so he just gets up to go and goes towards the uh, engineering bay or uh, engineering. Okay, we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Marge then kind of like slides over next to Lucius, takes another sip of of from her mug. So, how are you doing, honey? I know that it's been a, a long, long road getting from here from there to here. Well, we're making progress, if That's not good. without its roadblocks at time, but we'll get through that too. Good, good. Well, journeys are weird that way, you know. You think you filled out all your paperwork, but then <laughs> the, the, someone spills coffee on it, and then you, you, you got to fill out new paperwork. And it, it's just a I seem to have mixed metaphors there, but you see what I'm saying. There have been plenty of times along the way that I have felt I have lost paperwork. See, I knew you would understand. Well, uh, then it's not gonna make itself. <laughs> so she gets up. Uh, you kids need anything, you know where to find me. I'll 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 be out in the kitchen. Uh I'll ring the bell when. Dinner's ready. But, and she she starts to kind of walk to the back and then she turns around. I'm really glad you kids made it out of there okay. Be real quiet and boring in this huge ass ship without you guys. And then she turns around and walks into the kitchen. And Jarvis kind of watches her leave and then turns back to everyone. 
She seems nice. Oh, she is. A peach. Hmm. And you see his eyes kind of flicker from like their usual kind of like cold blue and they kind of become like a warm almost green color hmm yeah <laughs> I think I like her <laughs> the goblin that was here before not the small one but the, the one with the mohawk I think you called him Magnus. I believe I encountered him once before. He had been inquiring about my book. Hmm. I do not know why. I may need to ask him about that later. I was still in the process of being repaired, you see, and the book, I only just realized the book had come up missing. So this was very recently that you met him? Oh, yes. I have not seen him before my time in Stormrage. Curious, sir. Hmm. May I inquire as to why, curious? We first encountered him very far away from here, uh, where he seemed to be rather settled in. Um, mm. He also seemed to be settled in rather well in Stormreach, did he not? True. This is true. Hmm. Curious. Maybe as simple as uh, the fact that our friend Magnus has a much larger base of operations than we thought, but still, that is peculiar. Indeed. It may warrant further investigation, but I believe at this point in time, you have as. People say, bigger fish to fry? That we do. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to find myself available quarters and rest. He gets up, he bows to each of you one at a time, and then he will reach out uh, a hand like this 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 like beautifully crafted mechanical hand and a staff will materialize and he will grab the staff ah i have missed this and he <laughs> will then walk out of the mess hall uh you hear his metallic feet kind of clumping down the hallway as he goes off in search of living accommodations from the sound of things. Now, and then there were three. Three of you all sit together at the mess hall 
What would you like to do? <clears throat> well, someone must apologize to Carrera. I will go. It was me who ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so then Jazz pushes away, probably takes a big swig of whatever drink he had, and goes on. <laughs> it was likely juice. <laughs> that sounds about right for Jazz's concern. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> who else but Jazz? Jazz and juice. <laughs> Prune juice, a warrior's drink. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Carrying on the theme. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, kitty. Hi. <laughs> um, uh, Ozma is still um, ill at ease about any potential conversation that she will definitely try to not be having mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, quickly swigs down the rest of Magnus's uh, beverage and, is, and gets up very quickly from the table and it's like I'm going to uh, I'm going to walk along the deck and make sure that the things that are the flying things are, are good okay and bye <laughs> Good call. Check the flying things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one, one last word. Yep. <laughs> our business. Yep. You're back. Ah. Ah. <laughs> go, go walk. Check the flying things. Check the flying things. <laughs> God, I love Osma. <laughs> <laughs> he scurries away. Yeah. And then there was like one. Possum. Lucius, you remain in the uh the mess hall. So we've got a little time before dinner. Um <laughs> I think I'm just gonna go back to my room uh with the rest of my drink and wait for the bell. Uh I don't want to push anything right now. We've all just had a fairly hectic get in, smash and grab, get out. Um, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Managing not to kill a guy for once. <laughs> um, yeah, how about that? Well, yeah, yeah, us learning and stuff. Growth. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I'm. I'm just gonna go. Uh, go back to my room and freshen up, gather myself a bit, and. Then we'll figure out next steps when we all uh, reconvene. Great. So we'll 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 get back to you in a in a second, Julius or uh, Lucius. Jeez, not Julius. Uh, <laughs> we will pan over to Jazz. Uh, Jazz, you make your way uh, into the lower deck uh, and find yourself. Uh, walking through the double doorway into the Carrera's workshop slash laboratory. Uh, one of the things, one of the first things you see is that same trio of your ghost goblins are uh, chipping away at the cube of ice uh, mm -hmm. on a 
uh, on a metal table. And like, they don't seem to notice you walk in, uh, but you hear another voice. Oh, huh. good, 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 to, uh, good to see you, Jazz. And you turn towards the voice and it's the elder Carrera. Uh, she removes her goggles. Uh, I hear you had quite an eventful uh, time down in Stormreach. Yes, it was eventful. Good to see you too, Carrera. Uh, I no doubt think you have heard of um, some of the events. Oh, I have heard uh, quite a bit of some of the event. Uh, in fact, I, I, my ears are still ringing from hearing about <laughs> some of the event. Um, I, I take it that, that you are here uh, specifically to talk to my little brother. Yes, I would like. Yes, I would like the opportunity to just <laughs> defend myself. <laughs> to def- I don't know that defending oh, yourself is it, is a is a is a is a good path to go here, uh, so much <laughs> as uh, a- a- apologies and supplications. Um, my little brother uh, might be uh, wee, but he is mighty. <laughs> no, no, I know. I was. I must speak to him. It's a good idea. Uh, he's uh, in the back uh, at his uh, at his work table. You, there's probably a lot of cursing there. You you won't you won't miss him. Trust me. <laughs> and uh, he as he he she puts her goggles back, and as you uh, kind of start to walk past her, you feel her hand on your shoulder. Good luck. <laughs> and she takes her hand off the shoulder, uh, grabs her welding gun, and goes back to working on uh, whatever it is that she's working on at her table. So as you head down, uh, you hear what sounds like it's music you've heard before. It's it's something that's been deemed uh, heavy mithril <laughs> by a, a lot of the kids, uh, particularly in Sharn. Um, it's 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 it sounds very angry. Uh, it sounds very fast, very angry, very chaotic, but also like there's 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 a nice like undertone of melody uh, within the, the music as well. And as you approach, you see Carrera in like a set of like these almost oversized looking goggles with various like uh, magnifying glasses uh, of varying sizes attached to them. Uh, he has a welding tool in one hand uh, and what looks like a soldering iron in the other hand. And strapped to his back is a... Uh, a metal apparatus that has another extra two arms uh, made of uh, metal, the very mechanical arms uh, coming out and like grabbing at various things and like piecing them together, uh, putting things in front of both the hand that it has the soldering gun and the hand that has the welding gun and is 
and you can see his like head moving back and forth uh, but it's also like nodding along with the music uh every now and again like he shouts out like a weird lyric in a language that does not seem uh to be a real language at all uh it's like half spoken half growled almost uh and like he shout the word and then to like bite his lip and he's <laughs> and he's just going on the, the arms are like doing their best to keep up with him and uh that's that's how you find him and actually i'm going to make a roll real quick to see if he notices you Oh dear. Okay. So he he's kind of banging his head along. And then he stops. And he puts the welding gun down. And then he puts the soldering gun down. He stands up a little straighter. And one of the mechanical arms slowly reaches over towards the device where the music is coming from. A, a mechanical finger kind of points down and click. And the music stops. And the mechanical arm then moves to Carrera's chin and begins to scratch it just kind of casually. What can I do for you, Giles? Have you come <laughs> to break something else? <laughs> oh. oh no! I was uh, I just I just heard uh, I heard the Iron Mistress over the, the down the hall, and I was like, oh, who could be listening to such such uh, uh, imaginative music? And it was obviously roll persuasion for me. <laughs> roll roll persuasion, jazz. <laughs> roll it in D and D Beyond for me. Why is it's it's it takes it forever for some reason? It takes a little while, yeah. There it goes. It's it's going. Oof. <laughs> it's an eight is what you rolled you rolled an eight Ooh. and Carrera with his actual hands takes the goggles sets them atop his forehead kind of looks at you the mechanical hand is still like scratching it under his chin Did you just say Iron Mistress? Oh, yes, yes. I've heard of them. This is Annex Holiday. (laughs) (laughs) It's Annex Holiday. If you're going to talk to me about heavy mithril music, jazz. I would at least hope that you either know what you're talking about 
I don't pretend to know what you're talking about. <laughs> Be honest with your ignorance, Charles. <laughs> well, well, I, okay, I have, I have, I have heard of. I have heard of them. I have never heard them. I didn't say no, 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 no. Mm. I, I have never heard of them. No, I've never heard them. I'm sorry. Speaking of sorry, mm-hmm. it would raises a green eyebrow. Just mm. it would seem that the field test of the iron spider has uh, was. Was indeed um, too hot. I oh, you think? <laughs> too hot. Just... Too hot. He, he, he brought more spider back encased in ice, Jazz. It it was ice. Ice. It, no, this is only <laughs> Carrera. This is only because it formed it, to do its function so well. It could get further and further within. A compound, and then, and then next thing you know, it is face to face and it must speak. And then uh, uh, it performed well still. So, how, uh, how did it get encased in blast jazz? That's the question that's been on my mind. How did a, did a mechanical spider that's not built for ice, mind you, not built for that shit, how did it get encased? A nice cube. This was uh, this was the work of this was the work of Julius's magic. He walk, tried. Walk, walk me through it, Jazz. Walk me through what happened. Uh-huh. How, how how did you allow with Julius? Who's who? I'm gonna take that motherfucker's kneecaps. <laughs> but, but, but how did he encase my baby? And he points in the direction of the spider. <laughs> and a giant ice cube. But believe it or not, he himself too was enamored. And then he oh. saw the roots. You see, I had used its uh, familiar-esque uh, uh, application to cast an illusion. And I disguised it as a woman. And he... Hmm, you disguised my spider as a woman. How did you manage that? It's 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 a, it's, it's the size of a volleyball, Jazz, and you just you you, you made it into a was it a full size woman? How tall was this woman, Jazz? It was something like this, and then he uh, he picks up uh, something of similar size nearby, and then does the same illusion. Uh, he burns off. Uh, what the fuck is that? You, know, you see, <laughs> like the weird ass, like yokai. Spider woman with the weird fucking face. What the fuck is that? And did, and you see, you did. I don't know if you intended it, but it seems to work exceedingly. Its stealth function seems to work exceedingly well with uh, uh, illusion spells to the point of he could not tell that it was a uh, not some spirit and it was actually a uh, automated and automaton. So, so what you're telling me is, you have a had a perfectly functioning cloaking device on the spider, perfectly functioning cloaking device, and you instead chose to disguise it as this fucking thing. 
Well, sometimes stealth requires distraction. And uh, it, it worked beautifully. We came in and he could not even react. He wasn't all it was all he could do was to attack the illusion before he was apprehended. So you let him attack my spider. No. Uh, yes. yes. It, was, it, 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 it wasn't intended, but it did prove what? to be an irreplaceable part of our plan. An irreplaceable? I can think of at least three ways that you think that you could have replaced that with that, that it did your plan that would not require that the spider be attacked. <laughs> you could have, if you were going to talk to it, with, 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 the, with the speaker function, that the spider could have been invisible on a ceiling, on a bedpost, underneath the bed, and you could have spoken to him for that. You didn't have to, to let him assault my, my baby. I, I, am, I, am, I, am, I am sorry. It, it, you, you are correct. We, he could have been. He could have waited. I simply... Uh, I, I I rushed in to punch it up as 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 I always seem to do, and then it was too much as it always seems to be. I am sorry. Listen, Charles, I like you. I like you a lot. You and I, we have we have the brain. We have the brain that knows the things and builds the things, and it's great and it's amazing. And he just kind of like sits down on the stool now, and he's like, he looks like he's trying to f- desperately to find words. Like, and there's this like this look of anguish on his face, like anguish and like genuine hurt. No, I I bought that for you. I built it for you, and 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 you, you, you let some asshole. Put it in an ice cube. I know it was. It was it, wrong. And he, he starts to like scratch the back of his head. I guess that just means I have to now equip it with a fucking flamethrower. I guess. Well, now this some kind of radiation radiant. I put a radiant core inside the thing. It could hit the metal. But no, then it would melt the metal unless I used a metal that couldn't be melted. I would have to use a metal. And you know what? This may have been required anyway, because if you think if if a if a a spell of could of ice could do this to him, then what if he were to operate in frigid climate? He might also freeze up. I have seen machines do this as well. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we may be able to improve him even further. This is a marvel already. Field tests do require uh, trial and error and uh, improvement as part of the scientific method. He he looks at you, Jazz, and he goes, Come here a second. Come here just a second. Bring your face. Bring your, bring your face right here. Right here, Jazz. Right here. And he plucks you on the nose. <laughs> oh. It's a lucky thing that I like you so much. <laughs> I'm gonna make the improvements on the spider. 
once the Boros have it out of the ice. And I accept your apology. Please try not to break any more of my my presence to you. Okay? You can do that. Carrera, it will be my priority. Thank you. Unless I specifically say test vigorously, at which point <laughs> you, you do that. You test it vigorously and then you bring, at least bring back the pieces, okay? No problem. With notes, with notes and, 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 and data, notes and data. I'm a man of science. <laughs> and he, uh, he, uh, he starts to go back to what he was doing and he turns back around and he throws his arms around him. That's real Charles. Thank you. I am glad you are okay as well. I feared that when you saw the spider, you would go into another dimension. No, I haven't built that technology yet, but you know it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I haven't wrapped my I haven't wrapped my head around the uh, uh the, the the astral sea scenario and the, the 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 there's a lot of principles that I I've got to I've got to undo and redo and a lot of math and equations and things. It's 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 a hard fucking situation, but uh, it's the, the the interdimensional travel. It's a thing that I'm working on. Don't tell anyone. Please don't tell my sister. She wouldn't understand. She worries that I might punch a hole in space time and that I might insert reality. But um, actually, that'd be an interesting idea for a weapon. No, I couldn't make that. I couldn't make that. I couldn't do it. And then, but. And he picks up a notepad and he starts like scribbling down like equations. Wait a minute. If I just. No, you shouldn't see this. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to make a. Not making a bomb. Totally not making a bomb to implode out of reality. Yeah, <laughs> no, not going to do that. Mm-mm. Seems seems like a terrible time. It's like a terrible time. If you do, be sure to build the bunker as well. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. And he pulls out like he, he like pushes what he was working on to the side, like rolls out a piece of drawing paper. With, what do you think about this? And he starts like sketching things. And as like you look over and like, he starts sketching, we're going to pan over to Ozma. <laughs> Ozma, you said you were going on the deck, right? Where are you actually going? Well, there you um, go. would be helpful. Um, she ends up uh, about at the front of the ship. Like, is she? She just she wasn't or is she in like in like one of the oh of the oh oh oh. Uh, no, she's topside. She needed to get some fucking air. Okay. So you're on top of the ship and the you know it's going pretty fast like it's like the wind is in your hair uh the mist of the clouds as you pass through the clouds kind of sprays uh, into your face and it brings back memories of of being on your mother's ship uh and and like 
what what emotions are evoked by those memories like climbing the rigging uh hanging off of the mast of your mo- your mother's airship as it uh sails to its destination how are you feeling in those memories um just an overwhelming sense of fond nostalgia um and also you know it reminds her of the crew of the of the red death like uh she misses them these are the the crew that she grew up with um and she's kind of just kind of going through her like memories oh remember this time where you know I was just learning to jump from rigging to rigging and I fell and I, everything was fine. I could have died, but they all laughed at me and I was so mad about it then, but now I laugh at it now. Like it's so there's that fond nostalgia, but since we are heading towards Anthem, it's almost like it's, it's, it's anxious anticipation. Like, she's it's coming home but what do you find at home right <laughs> yeah uh, and 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 you hear this voice coming from behind you what exactly are you so anxious about <laughs> uh Ozma, the the i mean the woman's like blowing back her hair and stuff like that slowly slowly turns her head but she has to like brace her hair from like getting into her eyes as 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 you turn to face the voice you see a tall slender figure in a black suit uh black uh ruffled uh undershirt like almost like a pirate shirt uh ruffles coming from the sleeves of the suit jacket a top hat on top of what looks like it, it, it shouldn't be possible under normal circumstances, but you've seen this figure before and you know that where this figure is concerned, many things are possible. As the skeletal hands reach up to the top hat and jaunt it at an angle on top the very, very seemingly smiling skull face of the librarian. <laughs> yes. I knew it. I knew it. What exactly makes you so anxious about returning home? You know, Ozma is usually very, very guarded and especially when she's feeling um like vulnerable she will you know play play things off with a joke or a non sequitur do something ridiculous but for some reason she feels just compelled to tell the truth to the librarian and it's almost like a little like a little tendril in her brain that like wants wants to fire the 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 joke or the evasiveness or but it just can't seem to get past her subconscious 
Um, sure. So completely out of character for her. Um, she very like calmly, like almost monotone says, um, what if you can't go home? Mm. And the the librarian kind of leans against the uh, the side of the ship, kind of TPs their fingers together, kind of clicks them a couple of times. You can always go home, Asma. The question is, when you go home, is it still home? Has it changed, or have you changed? I imagine both. So what are you afraid of? You know, what doesn't change? Family. I have had inklings, standings of family. I have observed so many families, watched over so many over my time. And if there is one thing that I can say with absolute certainty, is to never say never, particularly when it comes to change. It is, in fact, the one constant in this multiverse of ours. Take yourself, for example, and the librarian starts to move towards you and like starts to circle you, almost appraising, like looking you up and down. You've changed quite a bit since you were last home, have you not? Yeah, I would have. You, would you say that it is for good, for ill, or that it's simply just a change? I, I I want to say good, but I, I don't I don't know. I feel like I should ask somebody else that and they should tell me hmm. good, bad, other I'm sure I'm sure the person I'm thinking of will tell me one way or another. And the librarian kind of cocks their head to the side and does something you don't quite expect. Like you almost get this feeling like they're going to reach out and touch you. But instead, they take their hat off and they put it on your head. And as they do, who are you thinking? You know who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of him. And the librarian, for as expressionless as a skull can be, The the mouth of the skull opens in an approximation of an oh <laughs> shocked skull or no just pensive skull oh and then 
kind of like leans in almost conspiratorially like it's it's head kind of leans in since it can't make the face it's gonna make the head lean in and like try to make to force it into a face uh as best as it can there's a bow mm -hmm. you're afraid that zaz will think that you've changed too much I mean, it is kind of silly. He changes all the time. That's the nature of him. That changing. is the nature of him. That is his nature as a changeling. As one of the traveler's children, it is absolutely within his nature to be anyone and anything. But, and she, and they flick the the rim of the hat still on your head they but <laughs> as they are agents of change would you not also expect them to understand that you too must change i suppose due to circumstance due to occupation due to the company you keep due to and the librarian gets even closer to you and almost whispers, due to destiny. There's that word again. I know you've been hearing that a lot. That's a lot of pressure. I feel like I have the same amount of expectations that I did with mom that I did even ah, before. Yes. The shade, the master of the red death. You do understand that what's coming is not going to be easy. Uh oh. I it don't will... think I have enough jokes for this. No, I don't know. I shouldn't think you would. Family is a funny thing, possible. Family can mean the difference between a life well lived and a life full of regret. They, they, they hold their hands out and they look at them as if there's something in each one of those hands. And it's weighing, and they are weighing these seemingly invisible objects. It's hard to know what the weight of our choices, the weight of our circumstances will yield upon us. All we can do, and they bring their hands together once again into a steeple, all we can do is make the choices, hope that they are the right ones the end of the day and a bony hand reaches out forms one finger points at the head and then moves to your heart those are the things you must follow while there is 
a greater purpose in play. Your fate will always be shaped by the choices you make. Isn't that what your grandfather would tell you? That's, he sounded just like him for a second. What and then he, she, the, 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 you then see the the skull actually smile, That's and so it goes, cool. and it goes. Oh no, baby! Now I sound like your granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> and then they laugh a bit. I'm sorry, I couldn't help. <laughs> what is uh, it and, and the laughter I'm doing is actually the delighted laughter is actually also what Ozma is doing right now as, as mortals tend to say you left the door wide open <laughs> I suppose I did walk right into that one <laughs> yeah you know I haven't heard his voice in so long but it it still makes me makes me smile makes me laugh Good. I think you should hold on to that. I think the trials that you have ahead of you are going to make you better and better prepared for the destiny that you all and she will, the, they will gesture to the ship that you all share, but also your personal destiny, the destiny that you will help shape for yourself. Your mother is on their way. She is bringing the entirety of the Armada to bear upon your home. So you now have a choice. And I do not envy the choice you must make to aid her or to aid your grandfather. It is a family feud long in the making. Since your uncle passed, if I remember properly, That that is a choice that will shape the destinies of many. I do not wish to put this burden upon you, but I'd like for you to know what you are walking into. Your grandfather is going to need you or your mother. I will say this to you. Some wounds cannot be healed. Not completely. Some things must die in order for new things to be 
born. The choice as to what you let die. And they put out their hands again. And this time, there is an image, a clear image, in both hands. On the one hand, you see your mother's armada, the full force of her armada, all 125 ships, massive flying machines of war, many of them inherited from the last king of the pirates, many of them stolen. Some of their make you definitely recognize, but not because they were there when you left, because they weren't. You've seen these ships recently. You've seen them being piloted by members of the Silver Flame. And in the other hand, you see the kingdom of Anthem, glorious, spiraling, beautiful, sparkling, their own air navy hovering above, beautifully gorgeous, almost unreal ships made of sound and light and stories. Which will you let die? And which will you foster life into? She, the librarian clasps their hands together and the images disappear in an explosion of dust. Will you let them destroy each other? I personally hope you make the obvious choice. (laughs) It's the consequences of that choice are beautiful and will serve both you and the world as a whole. You could, of course, also go for the other choice. But I know you well enough to know that that choice will break your heart. Both will break your heart, but one will break your heart more. One will be a tossing away of legacy, of promise, of new beginnings, and of hope. And the librarian points to at your heart, and that is something you most desperately need. The librarian. It looks like they're taking a deep breath. You know, they don't need to do that. (laughs) And in the process of that, they flick a hand up and they knock the top hat off of your head. (laughs) 
<laughs> and it falls backwards, but you see the hat suddenly appear and fall forward onto the top of their head. They adjust it a little bit. All right. Well, seemed like you needed a bit of a pick-me-up. I don't know that I helped necessarily in that regard, but I hope I gave you a bit of clarity. What's at stake? Now, a little bit of housekeeping. This ship, it's not your mother's ship. It's not the Red Death. But if you let it, it will be the best thing that has ever happened to you. This crew of yours, the, the, your, your, your friends, the same. It's not your old crew. It will never be your old crew, but if you let it, they will be the best thing that has ever happened to you. I know Viola thinks the same of you. Oh. They do? They absolutely do. They miss you terribly. <laughs> I remember them too. I miss them too. I don't know if you can tell them that, but. I most certainly can, and I will. Thirdly, and lastly, give poor Magnus a break. <laughs> You'll find that he's full of surprises. And I actually lied about that being the last thing. Fourthly, <laughs> well, fourthly, I lied about that being, thirdly, being the last thing. Fifthly, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you are going to, at some point, face down an entity that is essentially a dark god. Mm. Or you will prevent its birth. That all depends on you and your timing. All of you and your timing. If I were you, and I may have been at some point in time, I would do everything I can to prepare to gather allies and to be my best, most perfect and authentic self. And in that regard, you know what you need to do. You know what's waiting for you in Anthem. Sixthly, and this will be the last thing. Your bass guitar has been found. Really? Yes. Really, really? Really, really. After all this time. After your mother tossed it off the ship. 
Yes. Um. Intact. You see the librarian kind of shrug. It wasn't intact at the time. It is most certainly intact now. Yeah. The next time you see Zara, you should thank him. And you will see him again soon. And not just as a disembodied voice from behind you, dropping <laughs> things like dropping things in your lap. What the hell was that about? Really? <laughs> He's I swear, man. Likes to be real esoteric and mysterious all the time. It drives me crazy and I love it. <laughs> it's the nature of his profession. Sure. <laughs> well. You love quite a won't even get won't even step into that. Trust me when I tell you that when you see him again, it's going to be a shock. Go with me. It's just trust me. And the librarian is going to move forward. And they're going to give you a hug. Everything is going to be all right. And for a very brief moment, Ozma is like a little kid again Uh and hugs the librarian back. Goes, you really mean it? (laughs) I do. And... If you are extra good, when you get to Anthem, there'll be a book waiting for you. Because that's the kind of librarian I am. And this book, you don't have to return. (laughs) Softcore erotica, I assume. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. Re- I wouldn't want that returned. That's for sure. No, no. If I were a librarian, and I let that out. No, I wouldn't want that returned either. I know what the kids doing. No, no you, you can hold on to that. That's okay, fine. That's fine. It's just you know, you just keep sees that. That's good. Keep that. We'll lay. We'll waive the late fee. It's yours now. It's it's just yours. Uh, and the librarian will take a step back. Well, being a god of knowledge and wisdom and things won't do itself. Um, Take care. I'll be watching as best as I can. Can't be everywhere at once, of course, but can I? You can't? (laughs) Or can I? Hmm. Well, we'll see, won't we? And they they give you like a very like motherly like pat on the cheek. And they say to you, you might want to take a look at that. That's there's a something around your neck. I don't I don't know where that came from. 
As you look down, there is a small chain around your neck. A small carved in this almost brass metal. Look. And Ozma, I'd like for you to describe to me the crest of Anthem. And not just the crest of Anthem, the crest of the royal family of Anthem. It's the crest is bordered by these two beautiful vines, but instead of leaves on the vines, mm -hmm. they transform into music notes. Nice. To where, <laughs> to where they meet over at the top. Um, there is in in the center a tower shield with the largest, grandest, most fantastical airship you have ever imagined. Nice. It's, it is meant to symbolize the great depth of culture and the great technology that exists in Anthem in a beautiful marriage together. And it's also meant to be imposing. It's <laughs> fair. Hence the shield. Right, 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 right. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. It's engraved. Well, or I, I want to add. I want to add one more thing since yes. you know I've clearly, <laughs> I clearly you know, did a lot of thinking on this and totally didn't just come up with this right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of a round crest, mm -hmm. it is in this kind of curvy, undulating shape, kind of like the bottom of a guitar. Nice. <laughs> I like that. So the vines are kind of like you are shaped like the body. Yeah. Yep. I like uh -huh. that. Uh-huh. Like I'm, 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 as you're describing this, I am roughly sketching this. Are out you drawing it right book. now? I am. It is, it is, it is. Sorry, it I is, said the, the, the best, is, most fantastical airship you've ever seen in your life. It is a <laughs> terrible drawing, but it is the, the 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 draft of what will be something epic. Sick. Oh, sweet. The, se the second you said the crest, I, I just thought of like, okay, vines, but into music notes. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Cool, 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 cool. So yeah, you have this gleaming pendant around your neck with the crest of your of the royal family of your homeland. And as you look back up, the librarian's gone. Except sitting on the deck of the ship where they were standing is their top hat.
Uh, Ozma doesn't necessarily believe that she's seeing it still there. Like, so she kind of slowly reaches out to pick it up. Like, like the idea is if she touches it, it just like pick it up, pick it up. dissipates into thin air. So she picks it up very. I wish oh. I had something to pick up. <laughs> like, you pick it up, and it is in your hands. The material. This is a this, hat. It's not a receipt. <laughs> this beautiful black silk hat with a like purple band around it, and clipped onto the band is this gorgeous uh, filigreed skull with peacock feathers jutting out from the top. I love that. And you now have the hat of the librarian. I will get you stats and things. No, oh, really? Oh, really? Yes. What? Woot. I mean, that's that's Woot. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Not do magics. Do magics. Do the magics. <laughs> and from there, uh, as you now like stand there looking at this hat and... You're not certain that you see this. It might be a trick of the light. It might be something going on with the wind. But there's there's almost this like gleam of magic that crosses the hat itself. You feel this tingling in your fingers. You hear the song in your head. And it's a familiar song. And it makes your heart both sing and ache all at once. It's the song your grandfather taught you all those years ago. And you feel something. You remember the dream you had in the Temple of the Raven Queen. Remember that feeling of something stirring in you. Something that hadn't seen the light of day in so many years. You feel it stir again. You feel it begin to open in you. You feel the music in you come to life once more. Um, Or at least it starts to. And from there, we're going to shift over to Lucius. Lucius, you're in your room. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. What? (laughs) Uh, You're in your room. Just what? What are you doing in there? (sighs) I've got. I'm still kind of uh, noodling on that. Sometimes you lose your papers comment. Mm. Um, And I don't really know why, but that really stuck out to me. And I'm trying to remember what I'm forgetting. You hear a voice. 
idea. You seem to have a bee in your bonnet. Yes? You definitely, as you've only like spoken to them maybe once or twice that I can remember, but you recognize the voice of Ayu. Oh, of course. It's more a yes. <laughs> Penny for your thoughts, my dear. Well. And you feel uh, the weight of her as she sits next to you on the bed. Tonight was a success. That's good. Yes, yes, unabashedly. Um, I feel as though there's more... It's not important. I, I just feel like I've forgotten something. Something no. about losing papers. Go with that. That is... Always trust your intuition. Trust that nagging feeling that you are not quite where you need to be. Trust it. Thank you for that. And as she says those words, an image appears in your head. An image of a city encased in darkness, a city made of bones and silver and starlight. The city appears and then it's gone. May I ask, do you know of a a city, uh, clad in darkness, bathed in some shadowy light. <laughs> Iron kind of folds her arms, kind of looks off and thought for a moment. Well, a couple of cities come to mind. What does this city look like? Uh, I'm trying to think just of, since it was such a quick glimpse, uh, is there anything that I was able to notice as a, like, defining characteristic of it outside of the general imagery of it? That the bones themselves did not seem to be made of bone. They, too, seem to be made of silver. Ooh. The bones were cast. It's a city made of silver. Oh, my dear. Those bones, those were not cast. Those were actual bones. Those were God bones. I know of the city you saw. The city of silver and bone. You saw the Raven Queen's domain. We're touched by her, after all. Yes, no denying that. You were given a quest, weren't you? 
by the lady herself. She did ask for my assistance in some uh, rather cryptic phrasing. And she, Ayun begins to like reach for your face and then she, may I? Uh, you may? And she very, very slowly, very gently places her hand upon your head kind of grasping around your the top of your, your cranium. And she takes a deep breath. And as she does, you see her holy symbol suddenly appear on her own forehead. But not as if it were kind of juxtaposed on top of it it is etching itself into her skin with light. And she, oh, well, that's interesting. And she takes her hand away and she looks at you and kind of gives you a very pleased smile. It would seem that events of recent and events that are yet to come have begun a kind of convergence with your fates. Do you mean my own potential fates or our collective fates within the crew or the circle? Yes. <laughs> this Still. quest that you have been given and the quest you have already undertaken, the journey that you are on, are approaching a fixed point. Just to say, to complete one is to complete the other. Follow this path. So for the time being, this may be more than you can answer, but Is the fact that Julius is still alive part of that chain of events? Yes. How long he stays alive? Well, and why he remains alive, that will be up to you once you receive the information you need to from them. But the fact that they are currently still alive has a role to play in all of this. And well done on that regard. I notice that you all tend to be a bit more messy in your dealings. So it was a bit refreshing to see that you actually 
<laughs> did not turn this one into a mist of blood. <laughs> I will confess that does tend to be our first response in these matters, but then we tend to deal with unspeakably evil things or people who have murdered our friends and colleagues. That is a f- and that is a fair reaction to those things. Uh, I have seen and been party to vengeance. I will say, as satisfying as it will be, and it will be satisfying. Oh, I'm very well acquainted with that. Oh, and she cups your face in her hands as a god of information and of knowledge and of wisdom. You've not yet begun to touch that, but a word of warning. Vengeance is well and good. Please do not let it consume you. I've seen gods unable to resist that temptation and it turned them into monsters. The one you currently fight is one such creature. I thank you as always for your uh, for your words and and counsel. Of course, you're of my blood. It's what we do. It's what family does. <laughs> Speaking of family, yes. Once you're done in Anthem, you may want to check on them. Why? Strange things are afoot in the flag, in the House of Flag. Claws of emerald wrap themselves near. If you get my meaning, and I know you do. That I do. That is all I will say on that matter. Your dear cousin is doing quite well. They have escaped the silver flame. Ah, they have. They have. That is wonderful news. Thank you for that. Yes, they await your return in Undyir. Wonderful. But, of course, as well you know, they are not the family that I speak of than the other thing. No, no. Uh, I, I trust my cousin since they have managed to free themselves to take care a little longer until our business here at Anthem is done and I've checked on the old parental units. Indeed. They have taken refuge with Her Majesty. Very lovely woman. Uh, yes. Uh, I were mortal. I mean, well, I don't think that would matter anymore. I am immortal. I am, in fact, a god. Maybe I'll pay her a visit. <laughs> it has been some time. I would be really, really presumptuous of me to counsel you to anything different. So, uh, yeah, by all means, uh, Her Majesty is a lovely woman. Yeah. 
and she she gets this like very like like half like uh uh just like this look of admiration mixed with this like look of not quite lust but definitely desire yeah 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 like yes yes in any case <clears throat> yes your mission your quest um all roads at the moment point to anthem uh all points seem to meet up there you're going to meet a woman there called the badu <laughs> the badu the badu yes a woman of great spiritual power a cleric of an old power but a wise one <laughs> seek her counsel regarding the city of silver and bone Now, um, there was one other thing that I, something, being a bonnet. Vague. Well, that's just it. I'm having the trouble recalling it. The being the bonnet thing, and then the lost a set of papers the paper the papers the papers she reaches into midair and pulls from midair as like this the stack of of, of looks like note paper she's like right right right, right. Okay. she punches into one of the pages Hand doesn't come out the other side. She reaches in almost elbow deep and pulls out what looks like a circlet. Right. I think it's time for you to have this. And she kind of tosses it to you. Make I am going to make an athletics check because I think it is very likely that he is not going to make it, and I think that that would be fun. <laughs> Go for it. But I would like the dice to determine it rather than me. I love that. I'm here for it. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So you reach for it, and it like bounces off your fingers, and then it like falls onto the floor just in front of your feet. You, you, were, you were supposed to catch that. And she bends down and reaches up for it, and then she just hands it to you. And I take it with both hands. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> you feel this rush of clarity. Of of focus. And she goes, I came across that a very long time ago. 
one of my followers decided to make something of this uh this thing uh it's it's incomplete um but i think i think you may be the one to finish it right now it is a simple circuit of concentration but but I will task you with finding the Ayun stones that fit here. And she's going to point to like four corners of the circlet here and here and here and here. Find them and affix them. And you'll have something more. May I ask, hmm. are there only four of these stones in existence? Oh, heavens no. But there's only four that fit this circle. Huh. You'll know them when you find them. So long as you're wearing the circlet when you do. I think I may need to go speak with Master Ash at some point. Why, may I ask? Well, she gives you kind of a knowing smile. Well... Call it intuition. I'm sure Master Ash and Mab and you will have a fantastic conversation. A very enlightening one, indeed. <laughs> I seem to be getting on friendly terms with all manner of, uh, of beings that I didn't expect to be supportive of. Live and learn, I suppose. Live and learn indeed. And that, my dear boy, is what we call growth. It's a wonderful thing, is it not? Yes, I suppose. Still relatively new, to be honest, but yes. It happens, especially when you're in the presence of people you grow fond of. Hmm. And don't deny it, and she pokes you in the chest. I can see it there, you know. Wasn't planning to deny, just merely thinking on it. I hadn't had that framed that way before. Well, sometimes you need things spelled out for you. It happens. <laughs> Yes, yes, I've found that to uh, often be the case, unfortunately. <laughs> right. And did I see correctly? Did the traveler kiss you? Oh, yeah, that happened too. It's yeah. been a rough couple of days, to be honest. That sly dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
I swear, I they the first Ozma, then you. They're probably gonna make out with Jazz next. I. <laughs> oh, I would. <laughs> Sorry, I over almost overstepped there. I don't mean to inform the traveler what they should or shouldn't be doing. However, uh, that would cause some friction here. <laughs> oh right the 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 intended the betrothed yeah right 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 i will see if i can't intercept them then and um set that straight uh might be worth uh worth the trip i will very see if you can divert the traveler to grandpa's way yeah <laughs> That old horn dog will be up for it. <laughs> right. Their marriage has survived worse. Oh, oh, trust me when I tell you, Clara's into that. <laughs> <laughs> Clara's very much into that. They're safe, I should also add. Uh, Argonessen is treating them quite well. It's odd. That a society of dragons who usually are very, to say, closed circle about themselves. I seem to take them quite the shine to uh, Dakehouse and Clara. It's very interesting. <laughs> what do I know? I'm just a Ages old god of what do I know? God of knowledge, exactly. <laughs> and she definitely like gives you kind of this like haughty grin. What do I know? Right? I don't. <laughs> oh, look at the time. Um, oh, you and, have... oh, and actually, <laughs> and actually, the only thing I'll do after after the haughty plants is just a uh, what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Enough. True, true. Well, you look at the time. I've got uh, some divining to, to go and do. You and your friends, I'm sure, have an interrogation to get to. So, we will uh, reconvene at a later date. I'm looking forward to you finishing that. And she points to the circlet. Should be a good time. As am I. And speaking of the interrogation, actually, now that I'm thinking of it, sleep on it. Give it a day. Trust me. It'll be worth the wait. An extra day to temper my nerves is probably Wise advice. I think both you and Miss Hart uh, are both in that same boat. Uh, as Miss Hart, Miss Hart has some grievances of her own with Mister Lightfoot. Beyond fair. But I don't want to gossip, so you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> Lips are sealed. I know. I know I can count on you. And 
they start to turn to uh, walk towards the door. Well, they stop a moment and they look confused. You know, for a moment there, I thought I was going to walk through the door. Isn't that funny? And then she snaps her fingers and she vanishes in kind of this like glittering dust. <laughs> yeah, I like the trap a little bit. Gotta be honest, if I could, I never would walk through a door again. (laughs) (laughs) And as the glittering light fades, all of you hear the dinner bell. And one by one, wander into the mess hall. All of you feeling a lot better coming back in than you did when you left it. Jazz and Lucius, you see Ozma walking in. Ozma, are you holding the hat or are you wearing the hat? She's wearing the hat. Wearing (laughs) very proudly. Wearing a beautiful silk top hat. Uh, with a gorgeous purple band with a beautifully in like beautifully made filigreed skull and peacock feathers wearing it quite jauntily atop her head magnus walks in as well sees the hat and goes well that's new it's a good look mm-hmm. for your doll face. I mean, it's new to me. It's actually probably older than time. <laughs> Magnus kind of gives you a very confused look. What? Older than time? Like what? Are you going? Are you going to explain that? That 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 that. Uh. Ozma comes over, playfully uh, ruffles Magnus's mohawk and goes, uh, nope, don't you worry your sweet little head about it. <laughs> and then prances oh. off towards towards uh, food time. Oh, oh, okay then. <laughs> okay then. I guess, I guess that's, I guess that's what's happening. Confusing Magnus is, a, is like an Olympic sport for Ozma. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> And as you sit down together, you, you gather some food and it's and Marge has put out a lovely spread for all of you. Uh, three different types of meat, a large, large bowl of bacon uh, at Ash's request. Uh, lots of fruits, grilled vegetables, uh, soups of maybe like three or four different types of soup, uh, a large, large, very well-made hero sandwich. It's kind of almost the length of the table, cut up in two sections. Uh, <laughs> Orla walks in and uh, is this like, has, Jody is walking in behind her and she looks at everything's this 
looks very nice. That's a uh, that's a uh, that's quite the um. Wow, thanks, Marge. I, that, it's really nice of you. And Marge goes, "Oh, it's nothing, sweetie. Don't even worry about it. It's good. It's all good." Just, just, just all of all of you kids, just, just come on over and help yourselves and, and, and enjoy. And you all sit down to eat, and it's a beautiful, beautiful meal. <coughs> Sorry, give me just a second. Nuts and to that, I say. Nuts to that, indeed. Uh, and as you're finishing up, Ash looks at you, Ozma. There's definitely something different about you since the last time we were in here. And it's not just the hat. Ozma was so ready to be like, I got a new hat. <laughs> it's a nice hat and you see this that that like look of curiosity and then in his eyes that flash of cold blue and then the look of curiosity deepens huh And before anything else can be said, over the intercom, you hear, um, uh, <clears throat> guys, um, uh, this is your, uh, your pilot speaking. Um, <laughs> you uh, may want to bring yourself to the, uh, to the cockpit. There is uh, some, uh, well, We've got company. Buckle up, bucko, because we're all fucked. <laughs> and Marge kind of gives you all this look of concern. That doesn't sound good. Magnus just kind of, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we haven't even... We, we, I, 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 Fine. And he, he gets up and he seems more huffy than usual. Mm, yeah. And starts to kind of walk uh, out of the door. Marge, be a dear. Please do uh, wrap this up. It looks scrumptious. I would feel terrible if it went to waste. Oh, but, we won't let this go to waste. Don't worry. But if you'll excuse me, uh, everyone, shall we? Yeah. Yep. And as you all walk down the hall, there are, you notice that there are small, like ever burning lamps uh, lighting the hallways at like 20 foot intervals. Those lamps have begun flashing yellow. And as you, it takes you a moment to make it up to the cockpit. 
where the pilot i forget their name uh but i'll i'll grab it later um is kind of staring out of the bay window and goes um yeah that and in the window there is a small fleet of some of the most beautiful airships you've ever seen in your life. And they all seem to be flanking this massive, gorgeous airship that's bathed in this almost crystalline light. The sails of the airship seem to be made or modeled rather after dragon wings. And there is a bit of static among the speakers of your ship and then a voice You've entered forbidden airspace. State your business. Oh. Um, uh, Ozma. Ozma, you recognize these ships. I was sure I did. <laughs> what do we do in case of pirates, Ozma? And the, the, the captain, the, the pilot just kind of turns to you all. <laughs> What's happening? Osma. Are we going you to have to be pirates? <laughs> oh. <coughs> just wouldn't we still be encroaching in their territory? I don't know the pirate etiquette, but is that going to ruffle any feathers? Be pirate, be pirate. <laughs> Jazz is just like, oh, yeah. Jazz, there's a time and a place for everything, and it's called Bard College. We can't just go on the pirate. We don't want to revenge <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love that. That's that's a quote. There's a time and a place for everything, and that place is Bard College. Bard College. <laughs> I love that. I just see a like a large cat body just move across the screen every now and then. You won't stop. <laughs> just hanging out too. Just a dude. He's just a guy being a dude, I guess. I just love the fact that I've continually seen cats walking on screen for multiple people here this evening, and my cat is still exactly where he was when we started the screen. <laughs> just, just discipline. I was just kind of mad that mine hasn't shown up yet. Like, yeah, likewise. It's like, where the hell? If, if like about fifteen minutes ago you saw me like grabbing my phone, like looking to the side, I did. Two of them are cuddling. 
and then nice. they started grooming each other. It was too. It's freaking adorable when cute. they do that. Yeah. Oh my god, they're still cuddling. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's pretty. Life is pretty swell, guys. <laughs> anyway, so cat break. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, a couple of moments pass, and the voice comes over the speaker again. And so you will be fired upon. Oh? What's the specific event that we're going to here in Signal? Is it the coronation or is this the... No, this is the Bard. The, 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 the Battle yeah, of the Bards. The Battle of the Bards. Battle of the Bards. Yes, there we go. Um, Captain, let them know that we are uh, representatives of Andair. Uh, and we are traveling to compete in the Battle of the Bards. Anybody have any objections with that? Or do we want to try something else? That sounds good. That's good. Yes. If there are any pirates worth their salt, they're gonna be they're gonna know you're lying through their teeth, but uh, you know, worth a shot. Why not? We have a bard. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> my entire life <laughs> <laughs> you know funnily I think that kind of goes for all of us yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the the captain's kind of okay and leans towards uh, the microphone um, uh, <clears throat> we are representatives of the kingdom of Undair um, looking to, uh, we were summoned to uh, participate in the Battle of the Bards. There's a bit of silence. And then there's another crackle. Summoned by who? Um, King Bootsy. the soul of the music and to compete against the best? <laughs> my, my thought here is just make us out to be the most wishy-washy artists possible. We're no threat. We don't have any money. They don't want to sell musical instruments. Come on. <laughs> True. Um, the 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 pilots. Um, <clears throat> summoned by uh, King Bootsy and the soul of the music, which we will use to compete against uh, the the best. <clears throat> yes, the best. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to try to be feeding him lines like yeah, the music. It, it burns within us. The, the, the music, it, it, it burns. It burns within us. Uh, and no satisfaction until we get a chance to play before King Bootsy. And uh, we'll, we'll have no satisfaction. Uh, we can't get no satisfaction until uh, we are allowed <laughs> to play uh, before uh, King Bootsy. And he kind of looks like King Bootsy. Hey, can't get no satisfaction. That's catchy. Remember that. Somebody write that down. 
<laughs> and the voice kind of crackles on the air again. King Bootsy. What do you know of King Bootsy? Only the rumors of his prowess. His legendary musical prowess, baby. <laughs> and he um <clears throat> only the uh the 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 rumors of his prowess, his magical musical prowess, baby. <laughs> He, and then you boots. hear this laughter come over the speaker. <laughs> oh, Ozma, tell me you're on that ship. Yep. You know that voice. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. Welcome back. And you see the, the, the smaller ships begin to flank, move around, flanking your airship. The massive ship in front of you, uh, which Ozma, you know to be the SS Dragon, uh, begins to turn. And as it does, you hear the dragon's voice over the speakers. We've been expecting you. We'll be your escorts into the city. And it turns and you see those sails, those dragon wing sails unfurl to their full width. And it overtakes just about every other ship uh, flanking you on either side. And you you hear the the speakers cut off. The pilot turns and looks at you, Ozma, and goes, uh, "You you know that guy?" Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. He said he's gonna es- escort us. I guess so. I'm, I guess I'm following him. Right. That's yeah. that's okay. And the only way we'll get in. The, the fleet begins to move forward, and the uh, the pilot just kind of takes a deep breath. <sighs> right then. Hold on to your butts, you guys. And moves forward. And you begin following the dragon, the SS dragon. Uh, and that's where we're going to end the session this evening. <laughs> Right, so keep my nose wide open. Yeah, Yeah. baby. Uh, So some cool shit happened. I I had to have some cool shit happen for the season premiere because otherwise it's a waste. Uh, Ozma, you had another beautiful chat with the librarian. You walked away with her hat, with their hat. Wow. Lucius, excuse me, you had a lovely conversation with Ayun. I walked away with a circlet of concentration, which with a promise that it can be more than just a circlet of concentration. <laughs> um, 
I can't have that's, a gauntlet in my hands anyway. So, you know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Jazz, you had a beautiful conversation with a lovely little goblin boy. And not only did you get his forgiveness, uh, <laughs> but uh, you seem to be about to collaborate and conspire about something. <laughs> a reality Maybe. bomb of some kind, that sound, maybe. That sound like <laughs> this. That sound like older Carrera should definitely walk into that side of the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then and then we do this, and then maybe there is no time. <laughs> no time. Yeah. We kill everything. All dead to play. That's something just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, boy, did Ash miss out on uh, on 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 stuff? Because yeah, um, but that's cool. Because hopefully we'll all be back uh, in two weeks uh, for the next episode. Thank you once again, all of you who came in and hung out with us tonight, uh, and 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 watched and uh, and stuck with us through our technical difficulties there. Um, but we are happy, so happy to be back uh, for season five. Uh, the dragon and his fleet uh, are escorting our party uh, into uh, into Anthem. Uh, and, and next week, or next, not next week, next session, we get to see Anthem. Uh, we get to finally be in the kingdom of bards. Uh, <laughs> So once again, uh, I am Sphinx Akasha. Uh, this is Agents of the Circle. Uh, please come back and join us once again on uh, two, two Fridays from now. Uh, but also come back to the ADH Adventures channel uh, on Mondays for Gods of Orlea, uh, Tuesdays for Turning Point, Wednesdays for Secrets of the Alchemist, uh, and Saturdays for uh, Heroes Arc and Unlicensed Magic War Crimes alternating. Um, once again, a huge, huge thank you to Priya for her lovely art. I mean, oh, yeah. just just check that out. It is gorgeous. Uh, I I have been looking forward to seeing the the art for these characters for quite some time, and boy, uh, she did not disappoint. Um, wonderful thanks to uh, that one blonde nerd for making the overlays for this season. They are fantastic and gorgeous uh tell her tales for running tech of course we love you you are amazing uh fantastic and ridiculously giant thank you to friend of the channel and my personal friend uh joff for the wonderful starting soon screen uh intro uh sequence and music as well as the outro animation uh and uh for those of you who haven't seen the outro animation yet stay tuned it's it's mm, mm. It's also good. Um, uh, once again, please check out uh, Arkenforge, uh, which is our new affiliate uh, for uh, custom uh, battle maps and overhead maps uh, for your virtual tabletop. Uh, it is fantastic. And every purchase you make, every subscription purchase you make, uh, it gets us money to put towards the channel. Um, yeah, I think that is it. Thank you once again. Uh, 
I'm looking forward to uh, following this line, this path, uh, and, and seeing where everything leads. Uh, we've got the Battle of the Bards, we've got the Circle, the, the City of Silver and Bone, uh, and uh, we've got whatever uh, is going on with Magnus. Like, but I, Why is the acting so goddamn weird? Uh, yeah, seriously. Find, we'll find out soon. Uh, on uh, uh, on upcoming episodes of Agents of the Circle. Until then, everyone, uh, once again, thank you. Be good to each other. And as always, may the dice roll ever in your favor. Take care, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hi there. This is Sphinx Akasha, and this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor. <laughs>